Hi everyone and welcome to I Don't Want to Talk About It, where we discuss the world around us and try and make sense of everything random that happens in the world. Joining me today is my co-host Jill. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And on today's episode, we are diving in on topics of boys versus girls, the Boston Marathon bomber retrial, and conspiracy theories. All coming up in the next hour, so stay tuned. Alright guys, well I guess first things first on the list is the Boston Marathon Bomber uh, retrial. Jill, can you give us some context into what's really happening here? So, as we all know, a few years back, the Boston Marathon came to a tragic end when bombs exploded at the finish line by these two brothers. And the older one did end up dying, and the other one was sentenced to death. And where he was sentenced to death was where the marathon bombings took place. Mm-hmm. So now his lawyer is saying that it's a, it was a very unfair trial. Okay, and why do they think it was unfair? Because of where it took place and who was in the jury. The people in that courtroom were people that were affected about from these bombings. And it was feet away from where it happened. Mm-hmm. So very 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 biased opinions because of that people were very traumatized and so of course they were like sentenced him to death and now as time has gone on and more information about how he was brainwashed and everything by his older brother has come out they now want a retrial for him or for them to overturn his death sentence and have a more So I guess what you're trying to say is, like, um, the trial wasn't necessarily fair only because uh, the people who were in the jury were all, like, from Boston and were affected by the bombings. So they really didn't think it was fair because, of course, they were going to sentence him to death. Correct. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, what are people really saying? Like, I guess... I'm from Maryland, so I guess the Boston Marathon bombings didn't really have much as a have much an effect on me as um, it would for people up here. So, like, what what are you thinking right now? I mean, this is kind of home. Boston's it is my very home. close. It is one hundred percent my home. I remember the exact point where I was in when I heard it on the radio. I was coming home from a circus. I was very young, coming home from a circus with my family. And over the radio, we hear Boston was attacked. There are bombs going off. People are hurt. And I looked at my mom. My mom looked at me and I was like, Mom, did we just get attacked? And we, she started bawling her eyes out and said yes. It was a very, very hard thing to hear, especially since... We did know of people that lived in Boston, so we were very, very nervous. So from my point of view, I think it's unfair to the people of Boston and to the families that were affected by the death of their young ones, especially that young boy that died, and people that lost limbs over this. He is a terrorist, and he should be sentenced to death. It's just that simple. Yes, my heart kind of goes out to him because he was brainwashed by his older brother, However, at the end of the day, he still did it. I get that. But do you think, like, this retrial is going to change anything? Like, even if they were to get a jury outside of Boston, do you think 
anyone would really give him a chance of life. I mean, this is terrorism. I don't really see any American kind of give this guy a chance. Well, the thing is, with a death with a death sentence, it could take his whole life to be executed. So no matter what happens, he is going to rot in jail. Mm-hmm. However, I think he should still have that hanging over his head that there will be a death sentence. And yes, I mean, no, I don't think it'll change anything. I think he will still keep this death sentence. I think it's a huge waste of time. I think it's a huge waste of everything. They should just keep it how it is and let him be. Yeah, I I definitely get it. And I see what, like, I guess his defense is trying to prove. But I guess it's kind of like, where does this leave us? Like, there are countless amounts of terrorist attacks all over, like, the U.S., and for this guy to get a retrial, it, it I feel like it's unfair, if that's the word I want to use. I just, I feel like a terrorist is a terrorist no matter what way you put at it. And I really don't think a retrial is going to change anything. I 100% agree with you. 100% agree with you. Um, according to Kiss 108, I found an article about them. Mm-hmm. It says defense attorney Richard Habib went before the First Circuit Court of Appeals Thursday to argue that his death sentence should be thrown out in a new trial held outside of the Boston area. He condemns his trial never should have been held in Boston because of the hyenas nature of the crime and the emotional toll of the attacks had on the region. So wait, is is the is the lawyer like his father? No. Okay, then I I, to- I totally heard that wrong. Can you, like, replay that again? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go on. Defense attorney. Defense attorney. Yes. Richard Habib went before the First Circuit Court of Appeals Thursday to argue that his death sentence should be thrown out in a new trial held outside of the Boston area. This is his lawyer. Habib contends his trial never should have been held in Boston because of the hyenas nature of the crime and the emotional toll of the attacks had on the region. Okay, so I totally heard that wrong. See, I'm glad you, like, read that again because I would have been like, wait, what? <laughs> um, no, I get that. That's... It's weird because I feel... I felt like... Uh, the death sentence was so long ago and for like this to be brought up like now to be honest i thought he was dead already no no um a lot of us knew from the beginning when we heard that he was going to be sentenced to death a lot of people were actually very very mad about that because we know that people will not be executed for a very very long time under this they will try to appeal this over and over and over and over and over again. It'll just be a never-ending cycle and he will eventually just die in jail, whether that's by him or by this execution. Um, but also, he was sentenced to death two miles from the marathon's finish line in a venue still suffering the attacks of his crimes. The bombings were violent acts of terrorism that targeted and traumatized an entire community, says Habib. So basically, they just want it to be outside of Boston, outside of people directly affected by it, which I can kind of understand. Oh, yeah, no, I can get that. Like, I mean, as I said, like, 
I'm from Maryland. I can see if they had the trial, like, in Maryland or somewhere, like, random, like, Nevada. Like, people will see a different side of it because they weren't directly hurt from it. Right. I mean, I guess, like, as Americans, I mean, we've dealt with a lot of terrorism and we're kind of used to it in a way because it's so much has happened I just don't see like the end goal for like the defense team I get what they're trying to do to try and like prolong that like sentence um but it just I really don't see a way for him to get out of anything that he's done yeah no this is not gonna go over very well on his part and it's just gonna stick to where how it is right now and then they'll try and appeal it again in another five years but you said something that i kind of want to talk about a little bit how you said that we are used to terrorism attacks oh my gosh i'm so over hearing just america being attacked by terrorists and by like domestic terrorists it's it's crazy to me that we're probably i don't i don't know like i'm not saying like america's the best but i just i feel like we're better than to attack our own people correct correct you are absolutely correct um what a lot of people don't understand is that white males are the main source of terrorism in the United States. Not Arabs. Not any person of color. It's the white straight males that have a problem with our society. I mean, look at Sandy Hook. They're... That and was like, awful. The countless, like, the protests in Charlottesville, like, all of those crazy, like, white supremacist things, that's happening it's scary because, you know, I, it's it's just weird because, like, you think, oh, we're, like, so far from, like, the old days where people were actually, like, hardcore racist, but, like, it's happening now. Like, people are, like, currently... Hardcore racist. Hardcore racist. And, Correct. like, are actually doing stuff to people right yeah absolutely absolutely a lot of the racism comes from our own generation as well not just the older generation i think the older generation is actually becoming more accustomed to it and sadly they have been passing it on and Mm now our generation has been the worst of it but we just got way off topic um i think it's time to maybe move on to the next one yeah, of course. So, our next topic is about, like, boys versus girls, and it's kind of how, like, society and people just kind of describe them. Um, I know our viewers weren't here for our last discussion about this, but we were in the car one day, and we were just kind of talking about how, um, like, girls and boys just describe themselves in like really like sexual ways and it's it's just weird to me because I remember you talking about um your current thing with someone and how he's like describing 
you in like such a nice like you have pretty eyes such and such and then you have um like honestly like random fuck boys on like snapchat (laughs) who are like oh my god you have like such a big ass like oh like yeah your tits are huge like it's so weird to me that we're still doing this oh absolutely especially at our age too I'm 21. I'm going to be 22 in 2020. That's weird. Yeah. Um, but there's no, no one wants to be nice. Um, but we were talking about in the car. I, don't, I couldn't even remember what we were talking about. It was just, I think it was me. I think I said, oh my God, like he's so cute or she has a big ass. That's just what we describe boys and that's how we would describe girls and that's just where what we're accustomed to and carter here realized that's not okay we shouldn't be doing that and i didn't even realize i had done it until he had said it well i mean i mean back in high school i was like a big activist for like how we're treating people and how um we're kind of um describing other people and you know it doesn't really bother me outside of like a school setting but like when you were talking about it something kind of just snapped and I was like whoa wait a minute like why like why is it like that it's so weird to me that like people do this and it's such like a gender thing because girls will talk about boys in a totally different tone in a totally different manner than boys talk about girls and I think that's why we're having so much issues with like the me too movement uh the time's up and like a lot of these like activist groups trying to get like well with the me too movement that's more so about how they were sexually harassed and raped but you know um that's not more so how they were described it was what was done to them and said to them where it has emotionally and physically scarred them for the rest of their lives. But exactly. But like men don't really or haven't really thought about what they're saying. Oh, absolutely. They don't they don't care. But, you know, the only reason why I'm saying it's kind of the same thing is like boys tend to act on their emotions way more than females do and that's why I bring up me too and like time's up only because there's some men who do think that's okay and it's not every guy out there it's just there's some crazy people in the world that actually think that like saying those things and acting on those things is okay yeah they think it's a compliment yeah yeah um there was a girl not too long ago i believe i'm not even going to say where she was because i don't want to say the wrong thing but a guy was cat calling her in a garage Mm. and she completely ignored him didn't say anything to him just kept on walking he chased her down pushed her into the car strangled her raped her and killed her all because she would not acknowledge his presence and guys think it's like, well, if she's not gonna listen to me, I don't she's she's not gonna listen to anybody. And Exactly. Yes. Or like her silence 
only means that I need to speak louder to like get my point across. Right. Which, and yes, women can be just as crazy. Oh I've yeah, got many of stories about domestic violence, sexual assault, harassment, you name it. Um, but for some reason, men are more aggressive with it. And it needs to stop. It just, it needs to stop. It is about to be 2020. We're going into a brand new decade. Mm-hmm. We need to start, we need to start living our lives a little bit better out there, guys. Um, so if you see, like, if you see a girl on the street and you're like, oh man, I want to compliment her. Don't let the first thing be, hey, can I clap those cheeks? Like, they're going to be like, go screw yourself. They're not going to, yeah, they're that's... not going to want anything to do with you. They might seem interested, but that's it. It'll only be for that night. They won't care for you after that. And if you're looking for something real, which most of you do not, mm-hmm. but if you are, you need to say it in a great way. Like, I'm lucky. I've been told, like, the way he got me was saying that I have emerald eyes and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But you, it wasn't off the bat, hey, I want to you. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I guess that's kind of like short term how we can kind of try and fix the problem. But I really think that it's like a deep seated thing because mm-hmm. this has been going on forever. Oh, absolutely. And things right now don't look like it's going to change for anyone especially um, you know with all this activism I don't think it's going to change I think it's something we're teaching our kids or not teaching our kids to kind of just say what they're gonna say so like I guess do you think there's a problem with the way we're kind of teaching like our youth or like um yes i think it's the generation above ours our parents that are they grew up in a time where that 70s the 70s for example it was very much sexualizing women in that time Mm -hmm. and that's when most of them grew up and now they're teaching their sons and daughters they're teaching their sons to go after them in that way and they're teaching their daughters to just let it happen. And when they do let it happen, the dad's at home with a gun ready in his hand being like, if you hurt my daughter, I'll shoot you. That's not okay. That needs to stop too. But that's a different subject for <laughs> yeah. a different day. Um, it just, it needs to stop. It needs to stop. There's no reason for it to keep on going. Yeah, no, it's strange because I really, I'm very very small in the world to try and make a difference but i i do think it's the way we're like not necessarily what we're teaching them but it's like what we're not teaching them i mean i grew up in a very like liberal family and like i guess the way we treat women it was like don't hit girls you know the normal stuff but like We didn't really go into, like, what's okay to say and what's really not okay to say. It was kind of left ignored Mm -hmm. in a way. And I think that's kind of how our generation is getting away with a lot of things. Because no one's really talking about 
what's okay to say to people and what's not okay to say to people and what's okay to do anything. Right. Um, Really quick, I want to take it back how you said that this has been going on forever. Yeah. Do you know that picture of the sailor kissing that woman after coming back from the war? That I think, famous, famous picture? Yeah, I think I've like heard about over. it. Yeah. That was sexual assault. That's That was crazy. forced. The woman, the woman in that pic- uh, picture came out and said that she did not give consent to that. That she didn't even know the guy. Yeah. So that was a big thing. Once that came out, it kind of sparked a bunch of stuff. Yeah, no, that that's crazy. Like, I get, like, you being, like, caught up in the moment, but, like, it, uh, it, it was real life, but that's not real life. Like. Right. It's not our. It's kind of like what you see in movies and what you hear in, like, music when, like, I know we hear about, like, well, you know, like, rap music and, like. It's all, like, sexualized. Yeah. It's it's kind of, like, pop culture right now is kind of just, like, feeding into, like, these things that aren't really okay to say in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's what we want to see versus what we really see. Yeah. It's like reality. I, it's expectation versus reality. Yeah. And I know you were looking at me, like, kind of confused and... And I know, like, our viewers can't really see your reaction, but, like, you get the point. Right. I do understand what you were saying. I didn't know where you were going with that for a second. Oh, my gosh. I was so nervous. I thought I was saying something wrong. But, yeah. (laughs) I get it. But, yes, it's definitely expectation versus reality. And, you know, kind of just, what, like, what's being done to, you know, combat this? Because... This can't continue. There's... This is 2019. Almost 2020. It's going to be very disappointing to not see this go away. It definitely won't. It's just like bullying. How that will... It will always be there. You Mm -hmm. can try as hard as you can. We can reduce it. But it will always, 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 always be there. There will always be some form of bullying. We bully each other on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, of course. But we know that we're joking with each other. Yeah. Whereas if you hit somebody where it hurts, it's gonna hurt, and it's gonna hurt forever. Yeah. It's gonna hurt forever. We have all been bullied in some way or another, whether that's in a joking way by our friends or by an actual way, like um, physically, emotionally, mentally, verbally, you name it. Yeah, I... I mean, I've definitely been, you know, not really victim, but, like, I've definitely been a part of, like, saying things that maybe I shouldn't have and pushing, like, some buttons that, like, I didn't even know. Um, But, you know... (sighs) Yeah, but you know what? You pushed... You may have pushed those buttons, but they pushed yours even harder to the point where you quit a job. Yeah, so what... That's where bullying is not okay. That's not okay. Once again, we've gone off subject. Oh, yeah, like, we're going so off subject. But I guess what we're trying to say is, like, not that bullying is okay, but just be vigilant 
with who even you're ta- talking to. We weren't even talking about bullying. We were talking about boys versus girls. I, but same. <laughs> oh my gosh, same concept. When you're talking to females or when you're talking to guys, just be aware of who you're talking to and like what you're trying to say because some things that you say might not come across as well. And I think that's why, like, I guess so many of our friends who aren't in relationships right now are somewhat struggling. It's because there isn't, like, a happy medium. Like, things are being said and things are being done, but it's, like, it's not being done in the right way. And that's why, I guess, people are struggling right now to, like, find that bond. Right. And it doesn't even have to be about, like, relationship-wise. It could be friendships. Right. It could be any type of relationship. It doesn't have to be romantic. It could be very platonic. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So our next topic is going to be some conspiracy theories. Jill, you told me, like, one of the wildest conspiracy theories I've heard of. Can you give us some context? Okay. So a couple of months ago, I was driving around with my friend. And we passed this mattress store. Well, out of nowhere, he was like, you know, mattress stores are actually headquarters for sex trafficking. And I was like, what? (laughs) So he was telling me how you go into a mattress store. It's never, ever busy. They're very, very spacious and everything. It's a pretty, they're pretty big stores. Yeah. And so you go in there. There's some people walking around um, wanting to help. They only want to help to get you out of there. Because behind the scenes, it's a huge sex trafficking thing. That's where they bring them. That's crazy. I mean, sex trafficking can happen pretty much anywhere. And, you know, you never really think of, like, mattress stores being, like... And you want to know another crazy thing about sex trafficking? So, there's this picture floating around of um, the major parts of the U.S. where Pete, where these girls, whoever, are being abducted. Mm-hmm. The major porn... Por- <laughs> porn? You mean points. <laughs> yeah. The major <laughs> points of where they're being abducted are also where the underground tunnels lie within the U.S. Wait, there's underground tunnels? There are, are underground tunnels. What? Mm-hmm. There are underground tunnels Wait, throughout this the like- U.S. Is that real? Yeah. I don't... It's real. Like, why? Do you know? Or, like... No. <laughs> I've never heard about that before. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people might actually know about it. Because it's a, it's a huge picture going around. I just... I feel like if you're a human trafficker, you're not going to use a tunnel. Why not? Why wouldn't they go underneath the tunnels to bring them from place to place so that way they can go unnoticed? But even then, like, there's people who abduct children and don't get noticed and they're um, up on the surface. Yeah, but what if they're not sex traffickers? They're just sickos. I I don't know. It It's so weird because, like... I'm going to pivot and it's going to it's going to sound weird and then I'm going to bring it around. But so 
My family travels outside of the U.S. pretty often, and we always take my cousin, who doesn't have the same last name, who's completely, like, unrelated to us on paper. Um, and whenever we take her outside of the country, like, no one really asks us, like, who's this kid, like, you're taking? Um, I mean, we're pretty good about, like, getting letters from, like, your parents or, like, getting proof that you're okay to, like, take her. But every time we've gone outside of the country, like, no one has asked us about this kid we're taking on vacation with us. And we've been to places like Mexico, uh, the Bahamas, uh, Canada. I mean, not that Canada's, like, a big sex trafficking place. Yes, it is. I'm, uh, yeah, but, like, not you as big as, You didn't just hear like... about the major bust that happened? No. <laughs> you didn't hear about that? No. I think it was something like, uh... Over a hundred police officers, teachers, and other high higher up personnel were arrested in sex trafficking of um, people under the age of eighteen. That's crazy. I mean, it could happen anywhere, but like, like what I'm trying to say is like, there wasn't any like pushback on where are you taking this child. So like, I'm trying to bring it around to why use a tunnel when you can easily take someone across the border or even across the United States and no one's really talk no one's really saying anything about it you know yeah i agree but it's just don't you think it's kind of weird though that the major points of abduction are also where tunnels are i definitely have to look up these tunnels uh but yeah it's it's weird. Speaking of tunnels, did you know that there were tunnels underneath Disneyland? I did. World? I did know that. Um It's it's really weird because like Disney World, like the Magic Kingdom's all on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Like we're like where like all the park guests and where all the like rides are and everything, it's on the second floor. It's pretty crazy. But you know, now that I mentioned, now that you mentioned Disney World, I have some crazy conspiracy that I wrote down. Now, think about this. What if I told you that the Walt Disney World Company pre-produced the movie Frozen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, currently, Frozen 2 is in theaters right now, but what if... The Walt Disney Company created the movie Frozen to alter uh, Google's like search algorithms so people wouldn't um, know about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. Right, because before Frozen came out, you type in Disney Frozen and it's all about this Disney's Disney's head being frozen. But now when you do the Google search, it's all about Frozen, Anna and Elsa, Olaf, and everything. You type in Disney Frozen and you don't get the same search results. Exactly. It's just kind of crazy to think, number one, that that could be true. And then secondly, that, you know, Walt Disney um, would kind of create something 
just to make sure like we're not on his trail. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there was anything recently that might have um, brought up that like theory again. But like I said, Frozen 2 is out. So there must have been something um, going on for them to, number one, make another movie and to make sure that what Disney is hiding isn't found. Well, they started making Frozen 2 right after Frozen 1 was Mm -hmm. finished. However, Disney's daughter had come out and said that his head being frozen is not true. Mm -hmm. Oh. And that was after Frozen was released, I believe. You guys can fact check me, but I believe it was after Frozen 1 was released. And now Frozen 2 is out. And once again, it's all forgotten. Okay. So you think they just made that second movie because she kind of brought that back up? I think it was released within a good period of time where people were starting to forget about it. And now they really forget about it. Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't go around saying, oh my God, Walt Disney's head. But um, just, it's... It makes sense for Disney to release movies to make sure, like, they're not, like, in trouble or, like, I don't know what the word is. Oh, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I think there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about. And all these movies have a way of telling us what's really going on. Exactly. Like, Disney is such a big company. I mean, Disney Plus just released... I didn't realize how much Disney owned. They own a lot of stuff. They own ABC. Or exactly. Freeform, I should say. It, it, Disney owns a big chunk of what America is seeing. Mm-hmm. And there's not a doubt in my mind that Disney isn't influencing what America is doing. Disney is America. Yeah, you're right. Um, so I didn't have, like, anything written down, but as I was, like, going online to search for these things, um, some people believe, like, um, the government is secretly, like, uh, subsidizing, like, Disney to kind of influence, like, what America sees. Mm. And, like, there's these big old things, like, Disney is a part of the Illuminati because... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, like just Disney is such a big part in everyone's life, whether it's seeing Mickey Mouse or watching even ESPN. Like it's there's such a big spectrum. Disney wants you to keep watching what they're producing, and you're right. There are messages and there are secret messages to their content, which is kind of scary when you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know anything else about Disney. Do you have any well, more? You have written something down here that says Screen Rant notes that cigarettes used to be used to be cropped out of Walt Disney's hands in an attempt to keep up with their family friendly branding. So while creating a hit movie to mess with an internet algorithm sounds nutty, it kind of also makes sense. Yeah. It's crazy. 
guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at IDWTAI underscore podcast. There, you can tweet us or DM us. All right, so for this next one, Carter came, came across a very, very interesting one. It's about the Denver airport is actually a hub for the Illuminati. So, Carter, please tell me about that. Okay, so I know um, not a lot of us have been to Denver, nevertheless, Colorado, but um, I've heard about this, you know, statue that's in the middle of the airport well not inside but like at the like gate where everyone enters in and people believe like this statue is a gateway to hell so i don't know if you've ever seen it i'm gonna pull up a to hell or the illuminati well the statue it's a hub to hell um, and it's for, um, the lizard people that run the government. So I know our viewers can't see what I'm about to show you, but I just want you to look at this statue and kind of think about it for a second. Okay. So right here, I have a photo of the Denver airport, like, um, statue. It's a blue horse. Um, again, I know it's a podcast and our viewers can't see it, but I strongly encourage you look it up, um, because it's very interesting what I have. Now, Jill, what are your first impressions of this? I want to know why people think it's a door, because it's literally just a statue standing on a ground, like standing on ground. It doesn't look like there's any way in or anything, unless they walk in through the horse, but, well, or if it goes down. I mean, it's always a possibility. Um, others actually, you know, believe like this is a portal to hell. Yeah, it's a pretty scary looking thing. Yeah, with, um, you know, they're calling it Lucifer because the horse is blue and it has red eyes. And um, it's very veiny and you can see like a rib cage. Oh, this is terrifying. And. What's actually interesting is, like, this giant blue horse that was, like, put there actually killed the artist that, you know, made the statue. Really? How so? Um, um, I'm not really sure. It doesn't really say in my notes. Um, but it kind of is used to, um, what people believe it's representing, like, a guardian to the gateway to hell. Because, like I said, this... Statue is pretty scary. Red eyes, blue. It is very scary to look at. It's not scary, scary. It's just freaky. Um. So why people think like this is, you know, a portal to hell is, um, there's a weird mural on the walls and it's depicting like Nazi imagery to it, and it is a commemoration of the Capstone Plague. Um, in the airport and it also mentions the New World Airport Commission which isn't an organization. Really? It's not a thing. Um, but when you think of the new 
world, you think of the Illuminati and like the new world order. So people think like this new world airport commission is actually a reference to the new world order, which is the Illuminati. And that's why people think that this, you know, statue is pretty much representing the gateway to hell and is the hub for the Illuminati. That's interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, So I just looked up how it killed the artist. And it says that in 2006, he was killed when the scalp, um, when the head of the sculpture fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. So the fact that his that this thing's eyes illuminate red, like mm-hmm. the devil, and fell on a major artery in his leg. Yeah. That's freaky. It, it's crazy. Um. When doing. Further research on this, um, not only do they think Denver is, you know, a gateway to hell, but they also think that um, there's another entrance to hell, which is in Switzerland. Now, I don't really know much about, like, this um, entryway, but I don't know if anyone's heard of, like, the Hydron Collider. Um I watched a lot of Big Bang Theory and I know like that some of the TV shows characters like kind of talk about it. Um but anyway, it's a big telescope that's supposed to look up to the sky, but you know, further reading like further reading on the subject, uh people actually think it's a gateway to hell. So there's two entrances to hell. One in Switzerland and one in this Denver airport. It's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, I can see it now. It's just, it's a huge, like, thing. It, yeah, okay. And just people think it's the gateway to hell. Scary when you think about it. That makes sense. Oh, I don't like conspiracy theories it's kind of creepy <laughs> you know what it looks like have you ever seen stranger things um i've seen a couple of episodes but it the- looks like the gateway to hell it looks like the gateway to the um upside down it's crazy isn't it that's exactly what it looks like <laughs> yeah it it's weird to think that Ooh. these things are actually real life and y- y- it's it's crazy. That's insane. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. I mean that's pretty much all I have for, you know, the Denver airport being a hub for the Illuminati. Um Do you think Tupac and everyone is alive? Honestly, I don't know. I can see um, I can see it. Um, I've been watching a lot of, like, YouTube videos for, like, these research on, like, conspiracy theories, and there's a theory that the CIA, in order to keep down, you know, people of color and, you know, people who aren't necessarily the elite in the government's eyes, um, yeah, so uh, 
some people think like the CIA was ordered to create um, kind of, I don't know, a culture where it would keep that kind of populace down so they wouldn't be able to rise up. And some people think hip-hop music is um, that culture that the CIA created in order to kind of keep um, people down. And some people think people like Tupac, people like Biggie have kind of, kind of addressed it and kind of exposed it. And that's why they're missing and they're either dead or I don't even know where they are. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that the government gets rid of people that are on to them, per se. Yeah. Um, just happens way too many times. There was somebody, you know, the Flint, Michigan water crisis. Mm-hmm. There was somebody that was a very, very big activist for that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden turned upset. That's wild. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories about that, but I've also heard a lot of stories about the government paying off, like, celebrities to kind of hide what they're doing. Now, there's uh, so many celebrities I can name. Um, Two big ones that I know of are Britney Spears and Wendy Williams. And I'll go into that, but you've also mentioned a rapper that recently passed. Juice World. And we were kind of discussing about, like, his death and kind of explain, I guess, to our viewers what we really think happened. So, as we all know, Juice World tragically died in an airport um, from a seizure. Mm -hmm. From pretty much overdosing on anything that he could have gotten his hands onto. Yeah. But... What's crazy about this is in his songs, Legends, he says he doesn't want to be a legend because they all die young. Mm-hmm. And also that he that he's not going to make it past 21. Mm-hmm. He died at 21. Now, another thing, he made a tweet a while back stating that his goal in life is to become so successful that he can fake his death. Mm-hmm. Don't we think that's kind of weird? Yeah, that that's so weird. I like I definitely think people have faked their deaths. Um and I think it would definitely be big if people like knew about that. Mhm. That's weird. Wait, so tell me about uh Britney Spears. Yeah, um... so I didn't know that like this story was going to take that turn, but uh, Anyway, what I'm trying to think about is, um, so people think that celebrities have been hired by the American government to kind of do crazy shit, um, to kind of cover up what the government is doing. So back when Bush was in the White House and he was doing some pretty shady stuff, um, Britney Spears was a big activist for Bush. Plus, she did crazy shit. And people think that Britney Spears was hired by the Bush administration to keep the eyes off them and to keep the tabloids running on her 
so that no one would pay attention to Bush. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty crazy that that happened, but there's also a situation that happened with Wendy Williams. Now, I don't know if you're like familiar with what she does, but she hosts a talk show and one day she fainted live in front of a like in front of the whole audience and her show is based in Manhattan and when she did faint at that exact time there was a shooting in Manhattan that took place and people think that Wendy Williams was hired um to pass out in front of live television in front of national television to kind of not talk about that um so yeah um so anyway we think that the government paid Wendy Williams to faint on live national television to cover up a shooting that was happening in Manhattan and literally I didn't know that there was a shooting in Manhattan. I don't think anyone knew that there was a shooting in Manhattan. All Twitter was talking about was Wendy Williams fainting on national television. And if you look at the tapes and if you look at the episode where she fainted, it looks totally fake. She clearly um, faked this passing out. Her eyes didn't roll to the back of their head. Like usually when people pass out, like their eyes kind of roll back. She kind of had her hand on her head, which doesn't happen when you like pass out. It's kind of, yeah, it it, it was fake. So yeah. people think that she was paid by the government to cover up this what if she wasn't so much paid but controlled because there's another conspiracy theory going around that they're actually celebrities are actually not real they're or i should say they are real but they have something in their brains where the government can control them there's a video of cardi b on the red carpet she's in the middle of getting interviewed and then all of a sudden she stands super super still she stares off into another direction and she's twitching. It looks like she's glitching mm -hmm. out. And so people think that she was malfunctioning. I've definitely heard about this, you know, thing about like brainwashing celebrities, but also some celebrities have either been cloned or they're robots. Um, I don't know if you heard about like Al Roker, but I guess on one of his, you know, weather casts, um, he completely like malfunctioned on camera. Like it was his other co-host speaking and literally him in the back was him just staring off into the camera for a solid minute, not blinking, not doing anything, like literally looking at the camera, just staring off into the distance. So people think that either celebrities are cloned and it was just a cloning malfunction or celebrities are robots. It was so weird um, looking at some of these like celebrities and I guess I was looking at an article where they were showing pictures of celebrities and P 
people who actually look like celebrities that lived a long, long time ago. So people think that they have taken their DNA to put them into our like celebrities. So they're not real. So every, every celebrity that we know right now, it, it's not them. It was someone famous from a very, very long time ago that has taken their DNA and given it to now. Have you noticed that almost all the celebrities look like people from a while back? There's it, a clone yeah. of Jennifer Lawrence from a while back, and there's a clone of Taylor Swift from a while back. Those are two of the biggest celebrities right now, especially Taylor Swift. So Taylor's? she just turned 30. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I was also looking at like another article. I don't know if you like Rebel Wilson. Look at her. Look up her age. Rebel Wilson is not how we think she is. She's 40. Rebel look, Wilson is 40? Yeah, like, look it up. I was, like, watching a video one day, and we were talking about Rebel Wilson's age. And she's... She's 39. She's 39. She does not look 39. No. So we think that... Or there's some conspiracy theorists thinking that they've developed this clone or whatever that doesn't necessarily age. That would explain Avril Lavigne. Yeah. There are some celebrities that are very, very old that don't look old whatsoever. And I don't think she has any work done. Like, I don't... I know some celebrities do that, but, like, it doesn't... She doesn't strike me as a person who does have work done it's not something plastic surgery can do right and so going back to taylor swift it says that um she's a clone of who was a satanist yeah i've heard about that zena lavey yes if you look at if you look side by side there is a satanist who's still alive but people think that either Taylor Swift was cloned. Um, or it, it, I don't even know how to explain it. Like this Satanist, there's conspiracy theories that like she was cloned and Taylor Swift is not Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a, you know, tool for the devil. Because if you think about her songs like Bad Blood and all these songs about revenge, it makes sense, you know? It makes sense that she would be, like, it makes sense. Oh my God. It makes sense that she would be a tool for Satanists. With all of her songs about revenge, it makes so much sense. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my god. I know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if I'm on to something, but it definitely is fishy that Taylor Swift used to be a country singer. She wasn't like bad at all until this came out and then she started doing what she's doing now. It's weird. It's crazy, isn't it? 
I feel like my mind just popped. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. It feels like my brain was like, Pop. oh, wow. Yeah, it's wild. That's scary. Yeah. Because they look exactly alike. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, they look exactly alike. And pretty much, I mean, Xena, she looked like she was just like a little bit chubbier in the face, but like, who? But like I said, clones can be whatever they want. They can alter clones. Oh, absolutely. So, they just changed a little bit about her to make her look like Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift is a huge star right now. She's exactly. impacting many, many people's lives, including close, close friends of ours. And people are obsessed with this girl. So they're going to do pretty much whatever she wants or says or anything for this woman. Exactly. And... I'm just kind of thinking, like, throughout, like, I don't know. I'm kind of ranting, but remember when she had that feud with, like, Kanye West and everyone? Notice Kanye West now is all about God, is preaching about God, and Taylor Swift is, like, preaching about, like, revenge and everything. And she brought a giant robotic snake on tour with her, which is a... Yeah. Which is a sign of one of the Satanism... Exactly. I just think it's weird that, like, I don't know how that feud started or whatever. I just... It started by him interrupting her winning um, Artist of the Year at the Grammys. Yeah, it's just... It's weird to think about. And I just thought of this now. I don't know if there's any research on it. No, like I said, my last thing I said wasn't ever research at all, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, so, you know that music video of him... Um, and everybody naked in bed. Mm-hmm. What if those are the actual clones? Those are the people that we see on a day-to-day basis. They're just turned off. Yeah. It makes sense. Or maybe it's a prototype of the celebrities. Maybe that's why she's feuding. Because, like, he completely exposed And that would her. explain why he's such a Trump supporter. Because of how much that he has access to the government. Exactly. They're like, nobody's going to believe this whack job. He goes on and on and on about whatever the heck he wants. And so if we give him these clones to put in his video, Mm -hmm. no one's going to really question it. They'll just think that he's a major jerk. Yeah. And Kanye is crazy. He's been in, like, mental institutions all the time. Oh, yeah. He's clinically insane. Uh, I I think it's also why the government is doing that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, All right. I so, think that's enough for this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. We've done what we could for our first podcast. Um, do you have anything else to say before we, you know? Uh, no, not really. Just one more time, you guys. Um, follow us on Twitter. All right. What's At I D W T A I underscore podcast. And once again, tweet us, DM us, let us know what you think, let us give us some topics. All right, guys. Once again, thank you for listening to the I Don't Want to Talk About It podcast. Thanks again and see you next time. <laughs>